Guys, welcome back to the BFit Podcast. Where do we start after that? I just lost to Rob in a torso competition. Closest one ever. The closest one ever. Crushed. Crushed and you. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. Now you can, for the next couple of years, you can go on tour with an, a torso tour. And you, you, you will beat the majority of people you go up against because yeah. I've never lost. And if it was that close, you'll never lose. I, th- I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to have every single person that I come on with do that, do that. Um, I'm and, I, and I'm just going to not air the, your episode. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. Just throw me some credit. All right, guys, we have Rob and John here. Guys, what are you doing in town? Well, we're playing a little show tonight. Uh, where are we playing? At Big Night Live. Big Night Live. I also heard that there's a phenomenal uh, yoga slash therapeutic sound class tomorrow that we'll be attending as well. The Sound Bath with Ali Raymer and mm. Boston's famous Mooch, one of the instructors. Um, Is that birth certificate, Mooch? I think, no, I don't think so. No. no. Mooch. Nice. Um, so I'll kind of explain how this all happened. And then we'll talk about why we just mentioned Big Night Live and the, the yoga class in the morning. So from Big Night Fitness, one of our instructors, Jesse Allegria, also teaches at Barry's Boot Camp. Uh, a couple of us decided to go in there for the 1230 class. During that class, there were a couple of studs in there that we were going you know, head to head with um, in Jesse's class. It was awesome running on the treadmill back and forth. It was a chest and leg or heavy or strength day. Everything was crushing us. And afterwards, we start chatting. And these two gentlemen were like, hey, we're looking for a brunch place. We're only in town for a day. And then it was like, well, what are you guys doing in town? We're playing a show at Big Night Live. We love training. We're on tour. And it was like, okay. And then the name started coming out. And then the song started coming out to where it was like, I know these people. You know these people. We love the fact that they are on tour. They are training on tour. They are putting fitness, health, and wellness as the priority on tour. I think it's incredible. So I reached out and said, hey, do you guys want to come talk about this? Because this is exactly the road we're going down for our following. And This was an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's Literally. the best part. Yeah. Um, and so you guys are on tour. Are you on the first half or second half of this tour? So this is right about the middle point. Yeah. Uh, my name's John Kay. I'm an artist. I'm opening for Marky Basie. Uh, we started in Minneapolis and the mindset going into it between Rob and I was let's tour differently and let's look for as many experiences and as much discipline as we can bring into this run as we can possibly bring. And we've been pretty successful at that. And the more that I train as I'm performing each night, the more I'm seeing the similarities between the performance and the training. Because it's a, you know, we have a 30 minute set and in that 30 minutes, you're not only giving the crowd an experience and a ride, but I also have to control my body throughout the whole thing. So I have to pick my windows where I can really turn the energy up to a hundred and bounce around and get it as many people involved. And then I also have to find my little windows where I know I can recover for maybe a ballad or something and, and, and get my heart rate coming back down. So for people that don't realize that it goes hand in hand and how important it is, um, they're just not putting stock into themselves and understanding that it's going to benefit them on stage. 
Yeah, it's a- absolutely essential. So just to kind of like break that down even more, we're traveling to 20 cities. Every single city will beforehand, we'll do some recon and we'll figure out where we're going to train, whether it's a D1 facility, it's an athletic facility. This morning it was Barry's boot camp. Tomorrow it will be another facility. And if we don't train that day, we we feel drastically different. I think there's been yeah. two days we've missed and we've suffered for it. My mental ap- aptitude hasn't been the same. Like I haven't felt as clear. So it's essential on the road. Like we wake up, we crush a workout, we eat mm-hmm. some food and then we go kill the show and we do it over and over again. Yeah. And that's been vital to our success on the road. Have you had a tour that was not like this? Have you experienced what it's like to do traditional touring? Yeah. And tell, tell us a little bit about what that is like. And, and was that part of the reason why you're doing it differently now? You know, the interesting part about this project is this is really the ground floor of touring as John Kay. Um, before the project really took off, we did do a little run um, about 10 cities all on the West coast. And that was our first glimpse of, of being on the road, bouncing around, having to drive. And, you know, I think it was more about sleeping in, getting up, getting there, doing the show. And each show is this, when you're green, I think when you're new to it, it's like this huge thing, you know, this amazing, we did this show. All right. We deserve a drink. All right. We deserve to hang out like incredible, incredible, incredible. And the, and the more on this tour, it's been kind of the opposite where it's like after the show, you know, you see other acts that are, that are just getting into it and they have the bottle of tequila and they have, you know, which is fine, which is amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for them, but our mindset is, is much different now. And, but the first tour we did, it was a little bit more like that. Yeah. We're, we were a little younger. Now we're at a point where like our priorities have shifted. We're both fathers. We're both married and just health is really just essential to us performing on all cylinders. We want to crush the show. Yeah. And I'm definitely dedicated more than ever in my life to to doing the best that I can do and to keeping myself accountable with the clarity that, that comes from a workout and comes from disciplined eating. Yeah. You know, I can't eat some big, heavy, bready sandwich before I'm going to go on. I, I feel, I feel different. You know, um, but it feels so good to grow and have consistency and have somebody that's willing to, to push me and say, yo, we got to go hit it today. Like we don't want to miss a day. Um, because it just makes it all worth it. Yeah. It keeps us on track. And like you said, it's the trickle down effect. All the other artists who are in the venues with us are asking about it and wanting to come to these sessions with us. So it's pretty cool. And we can actually, you can maybe play a video or I can show you a video of some of the stuff we're doing. Cause I have some really cool footage of us doing like ladder drills and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Hurley can, Hurley can always just, uh, superimpose or like add that stuff in there. That's awesome. Um, is there, is there an inspiration that, that you've seen in the music industry to where you're like, Hey, this person is focusing on health and they're in the game for longevity, right? I think there's, there's the fame piece of it, and then there's the, the touring side of it. But when you talk about longevity and being able to do this for a very long time, that's where the health and wellness aspect, I think, comes in. Is there anyone that you look at and be like, hey, that's they've kind of set the template, or are you guys kind of creating it on your own? Yeah. You know, it's this is I feel like this is a thing that not a lot of artists talk about, really. It's kind of more like an in-the-shadows kind of a thing. And more recently, I've just been super motivated by how I feel and how I feel when I'm on stage knowing exactly like I, you know, when I was younger, I used to think I needed a shot to loosen up before the performance. And now it's shifted to the point where I know like 
exactly where I am, exactly what I want to do, and I'm free vocally. I feel better. I feel cleaner. I feel clearer. And so it's really been not inspired to me, at least by anybody, but more inspired from from us just yeah. knowing that it makes us feel better. But we know some guys that uh, that take it as seriously as us. We know John Bellion actually inspired us. He yep. does uh, Wim Hof breathing. Yep, I don't Wim know if Hof. you're familiar with that. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so he'll do a lot of Wim Hof and we'll actually do Wim Hof with the band members. We'll get into the hotel room or the venue. We'll take like 15 minutes and get our minds right. And uh, if you don't know Wim Hof, it is incredible, it's incredible crazy. breath work, incredible stuff. You feel like a million dollars right after it. So we'll do that. John Bellion does that. I think all the greats, a lot of those guys, like I know Drake is is training pretty hardcore when he's on, when he's away. Yeah. Like he stays in pretty good shape. We were, I was actually just put on a group chat with his trainer and it's so interesting because you guys see, you guys see that, you know, the artist village at Coachella, you guys see all the backstage stuff to where a lot of these people have trainers on the road with them, but it's not super public information. And it should I think, be. And that's why I think it's so cool to have people that, I mean, the bandwidth of the people that you guys can reach is so great. So why not be able to promote something that can ultimately be life-changing sure. and help the, like we said before, the longevity and touring. So I think that you guys can, you guys using that platform to promote it. I think other artists should, but I think you guys are, I mean, can be huge in that aspect of inspiring people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We haven't even, we, we've just like posted a little bit, like minimally about like how we're training and we've had like such big feedback from everybody, feedback from yeah. everybody. Like, are you guys, you guys are literally like in a different city every single day, sometimes three or four cities in a day yeah. and you're finding time to work out. Um, I think it is super inspiring for somebody who is just not busy like we are and they see that we can accomplish this, Yeah, you know, and we bring, um, so we have like the furniture sliders for like hamstring curls. We have like all, all the bands, the rumble ro roller. We have an acupuncture mat. Like we bring all the goodies too. Cause we're not always going to be able to crush a workout sometimes yeah. because of time constraints. We're going to have to do that hotel workout and we'll still crush it. But you can always do something. You can always do something. That's the great thing about working out is like, it's not all or nothing. Five minutes is better than doing zero minutes. Yeah. And that's the great thing. So it's really just like taking that step and doing it instead of convincing yourself not to do it. As a trainer, we talk about this until we're blue in the face, right? It's like, hey, anything is better than nothing. And then we talk about movement quality to where it doesn't have to be, like if you don't make it to Barry's, like, like you doing something in the hotel gym, or just doing some squats, push-ups, and sit-ups, you know, in your green room before going on, like that is more beneficial. And again, coming back to it, but hearing it come from you, you guys are not only been there, done that, but but are doing it and are in that that spotlight. So even it having it come from you, rather than it's like, hey, it's the same thing I'm saying, guys, but having it come from you to where you don't have this ultimate amount of time. It's like it's a difference between hey, I don't have time for this and I'm making time for this. This exactly. is a priority to make sure that this happens. So I, I just think that's, I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, it's selfish too, because <laughs> like it makes me feel incredible. Yeah. And I, and I know the difference between when I do hit a great workout before a show and when I don't. Yeah. And we've had days, I remember going from Chicago to Louisville to Grand Rapids to Detroit. Like it was four days straight and we're doing radio promo before it. And we're going back to back to back to back soundcheck cities. And we still managed to find time, you know, even if it one time we went straight to radio promo, straight to soundcheck. And then we had a two hour window where 
between we had already checked and we didn't have to be back for the show. Our set was at eight 30. We didn't have to be back till seven 45 and we went straight to the hotel. We checked in, we got our room and we went straight to the gym and did a hotel workout. Yeah. And it was great because I through a workout, I was able to kind of shake off all of the, the road trip, you know, like the heaviness that starts to come from just like the, the grueling grind of like, okay, we did radio. That was great. We had high energy for that. I'm starting to crash before the show. You hit a quick 30, 40 minutes, something, and your body just opens back up and you feel alert and alive and have energy again. And that's good for my vocal too, because the, the worst thing you can be as a vocalist is tired because the vocal cord is such a f like small, flimsy muscle that if you're tired, that's one of the first things to go and it'll feel a little scratchier and a little like it's not awake. And so the best thing I can do uh, for me is just wake my body up. And it's selfish for me too, as his manager, like I, I want to get a workout for myself, but it's my job to, to make sure he's the most confident. He's the most free on stage. And this is just, just, this comes with the territory, like hitting these workouts makes him the best version of John Kay. And he'll always hit me with a, he's like, you know, you don't want your manager to look better than you. So, which if we want to do shirtless after this, I think I'm, I'm, he's in phenomenal shape, but I think I'm getting close. <laughs> I'm down to do that. Dude, I don't want to, I don't want to challenge <laughs> no, you. No, no. Not, I saw you lift lab. up your shirt for a second and you have those CrossFit thick abs. Yeah, no, I'm, and, I'm not, I yeah, don't want to be in that. Yeah. I need like six more tours before I get that. But what's, yeah. What's, what's really cool about the dynamic between you two is, is that kind of like what I call like a liability buddy. It's someone who's like, you're going to inspire someone else to train. And I'm sure it goes the other way too, to where there's days, I mean, as a trainer, there's days I wake up and I'm like, I probably don't want to do a workout today. And when I was on my last tour and Dylan was like, what are we doing today? It's like, this is my job. This is what I'm here mm. for to go back and forth, to feed off of each other, to have the accountability part, which is so important. And as well as other people see it Yeah. and yeah. other people like, listen, if I go out and I drink, I'm going to have more fun than if I go out and I don't drink. I'm not trying to say like, don't ever drink or don't ever do this stuff. But you know when people feel like shit. And I know when I feel my best and when I'm going to feel my best the next day. And when I'm, when I'm training, I'm eating well, and I'm not drinking, I feel great. And I know that other people that are on the tour see you guys. And that's when they're like, hey, I want to get into it. And they want to, either they do join in, or there's a couple of people who will say every day that they want to join in and they never join in. But at least it's a step in the right direction. You guys are inspiring not only the people that are in the crowd, but the other people on tour that are that are doing similar things, whether they're you know just hand setting up the rigging or the other artists. Yeah. yeah. When we show up, we show up, you know, bright eyed, full of energy, full of good good energy, and we're just like, "What's up, bro?" You know, like, like what are you taking? Yeah. Like, I'll show you. It's a green band. And they're like still yeah. kind of you know like yeah. But also we want to make it clear, we do have fun too, but what we do kind of, it's like an 80, 20 thing for me because we have back-to-back -back cities in a row and, um, you know, it's, we're in Boston tonight and then we're in New York tomorrow. So like we'll be disciplined four or five nights in a row, but then tomorrow in New York, we have three days after like probably, you we know, have a ton of friends in New York. Yeah. I'll probably, so. I'll probably live a little, you'll probably see a different version of Rob probably live a little, have a couple shots, a little adult beverage. And see where the night engage goes. Engage a little bit, but then I'll be back at it the next morning. Yeah. But yeah, I think that in, in terms of like not driving yourself insane, um, I think there has to be moderation. I think you have to reward yourself a little bit as long as you're not just going, you're not, you know, going too crazy in the other direction. Yeah. And the more that you train, 
the more you can find those natural windows where you do find your balance and yeah. you're, and you do think about the future a little bit more. I've been on the other side of that too, a little bit younger, a little bit more green. And it was more about the party and less about thinking about the next day. I think that's where you get in trouble because you don't care what the next morning feels like, looks like, or, you know, and then you just kind of wake up and deal with it. Um, but when you are really, really disciplined, you're already kind of thinking about tomorrow. So you will stop and grab a water, you know, at some point throughout the night before and just be like, okay, I'm making this decision. I'm going to have fun, but I also already see that tomorrow might suck a little bit. So I'm going to start hydrating at the same time. Yeah. Like in the most humble way, all we're looking for is world domination. (laughs) And that's, but the balance part of it. And a lot of people see balance as, oh, it's, it's 50, 50. It's no, I mean, I mean, you get to determine your own balance. You get to determine I'd worked out three days in a row. I'm going to have a rest day tomorrow. I want to have some drinks tonight. Like none of us are saying, Hey, that's wrong. But it's, but if you can continue to progress for longevity and touring for how you feel to be a better artist, to be a better manager, to be a better parent, to be a better friend, I mean, all of those things when you're taking care of your body, I mean, it sounds so cheesy, but it's that, that whole cup theory. If your cup is empty, you ain't fucking putting any water in anyone else's cups. Mm -hmm. But if you're taking care of yourself, you're being selfish, as they say, and taking care of yourself, man, you're just able to spread that so much better and so much more efficient. And, uh, and I love that. I love that you guys are on. I love that you guys have both aspects to where it's not just like, you know, someone could see, Hey, well, I'm not sober, so I'm not going to do what they're doing. It's like, no, you, you have the back and forth and that balance is, is really cool. Yeah. And it's not about being above anybody, you know, and I, I have a seven month old and, you know, they're a little too young to travel with us. And so my mindset going into it was also, if I'm not able to be at home, which is where I would prefer to be, then I'm going to make this time the most efficient the most effective, get the most out of it, connect with people, be totally present, enjoy these shows, enjoy these workouts, create experiences with my best friend on the road and push each other and make the most out of it. So when we go home in a month and I've seen it translate over even into my my life at home and my wife has been inspired and she's been hitting it and she's been like, you're going to come home better. I'm going to be better when you get back here. And so it's been this just really cool, healthy thing for all of us to stay connected and in pushing ourselves and knowing that, well, we have to spend time apart because we're going to work, you know, and we're looking at this not as like, you know, every single night we play out is everyone's night out, but it's our, it's just another night of work for us. And so once I made that switch and stopped looking at, you know, this show is an incredible thing, but it's not a night out, you know, it's a night of work and we can connect with people and we can make the most of it. We can have fun, but it can easily get on top of you really quickly and it can be a very slippery slope when you got, you know, 20 nights out. And if you're going hard every night, like you're not going to feel great. That's awesome. The stuff that, that you say between you and your wife is so cool. And I'm sure you have similar instances or experiences with, with family or friends back in Orlando, right? Orlando, Florida, shout out Orlando, winter park, more specifically (laughs) college park. Yeah. 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 Similar. I mean, yeah, we, uh, we are very, the John K project is very family oriented. Yeah. Very small, very tight circle. Our, I mean, our wives are our best friends. They've been best friends since what? Fourth grade. Since fourth grade. So really like the nutshell story is I went to Hofstra university on a, I was a kicker, um, for, for the football team. We talked about this. Um, I met my wife in a music appreciation class that I got an F in. Ha ha. Now I'm in the music industry. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> Look at me now. Got an F in that, but I, uh, I picked up a wife 
And uh, her best friend happens to be John Kay's wife that he met at my wedding, which was the first day I met him and my wife met him and his now wife. Yeah. So years and years ago, I was on American Idol for a short stint and sang, did the whole audition process, made it decently far, got cut, which was a blessing in disguise enough to catch this guy's eye. And he hired me to sing at his wedding. Uh, and I said yes to that, went down to Tampa, which is where they got married. And, um, we sparked a relationship started, you know, he would always call me out kind of that same mindset. Like, yo, you could really be something if you just wrote good songs. (laughs) And I was like, what? And all right, all right. What is a good song? Let's go sit down. And so we started writing songs together, like, you know, six, seven years ago. And I kept coming down to Orlando and uh, a couple months later, I met this girl, Lene, and I had even more motivation to come down to Orlando. And then uh, it was when I left Nashville, because I was in Nashville to do music, but I wasn't really doing anything. And when I left and moved down, because of both of them, uh, we started the John Kay Project. And then Momentum kind of did the rest. We just, he fought to open every door he could. We met writers and started going out to LA and writing a, a ton of songs, hundreds of songs. And uh, the rest is history. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, man. We did it all from Orlando, Florida. Yeah. That's the difference too with this project is literally everything we've done, all the success we've had has been like in our bedrooms in Orlando, Florida. So we'll, we'll be in Orlando. We'll put on the family hat, but we'll also, you know, do music, but then yeah. we'll, we'll fly to New York or LA or where, wherever we have to be. And then we, uh, you know, we'll do the music thing. We'll yeah. like switch it up. So it's, I think it's grounded us to be in Orlando so far away from, you know, LA where they say like, this is the only place you can make it happen. I mean, he's a platinum selling artist now, you know, he's, he's got platinum records like, and we did it from Orlando, Florida, which we're really proud of. I like the the story of the, the wedding. How did you find him to sing? for your wedding. So he was on Idol and I was, uh, I was blown away by his performance. Um, I had watched Idol for several, several years and, um, his performance was just, it was far and beyond the best thing I ever saw. So fast forward to a year after maybe his audition, two years after I, uh, I was like, let me just see if this guy's available. So like I Googled his name. I found a website. His dad was managing him at the time, made contact, said, I have a wedding in Florida in a couple months. Would you be down for it? And he said, I'm not a wedding singer, but I have family in Florida. I like your energy. Fuck it. Let's do it. Um, and that wedding, if he didn't say yes, the trajectory of his life would be totally drastically, different. drastically different. And the other cool nod about the whole project is the song that went for us organically and is the one that really stood out and made all of this possible was a song called if we never met. And it was about that exact story. It was about, you know, what if I never left Nashville? Like it was very specific to my life and I thought it was too specific that people wouldn't connect to it. And it happens to be the song that connects the most. And that, you know, is the, is the platinum record that we have. That's fucking awesome. Just like hearing that stuff, you know, people don't often get to see the behind the scenes stuff. And I know we kind of talked about this is a be fit, like a fitness podcast, but I think like the, the organic relationships and how that stuff happens is usually how these connections you know, come together as well. So just hearing that stuff, like I'm just, I'm like fired up. Now. Yeah, dude, yeah. you're, you're a part of this journey now, man. You walked, walked right into it. Yeah. Yeah. Or ran really fast. 18.1 on the treadmill <laughs> yeah. today. <laughs> Crushes like, treadmill. All right, I got it. I'm at like 12. I got to turn mine up a little bit. <laughs> are you gonna get some equipment in here? Uh, so we are currently in the process of building out a studio 
to where we will essentially have enough equipment to run any class from a treadmill class to a CrossFit class to yoga to dance to anything and to put that content online on demand. So if you guys come back here, we can say, hey, we're doing, you know, John K Project, we're doing like this workout. And then you guys can not only do the workout, but then it's like it's recorded and pushed out there. Kind of like what we're what we were saying earlier to get it to more people. These guys being like, oh, man, I love love the music. I love everything about it. Now they're working out like I want to get involved with that, too. Awesome. So that's the that's the equipment side of things. Um, we have a lot of different avenues we're going down with our classes. I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to check out what we have in Big Night Live tomorrow. Yeah, a little different vibe than what you guys are going to see tonight with a uh, with a sold out performance and just like absolute mayhem in there. But just giving instructors the platform to be highlighted similarly to the artists that come in there, I think is really cool. We spoke about this a little bit in the kitchen as far as what we're seeing right now in the world and how important movement and fitness is. And the fact that we, with Big Night Entertainment Group, our partnership, we're able to give instructors that similar platform. They get the same graphic promoted playing at Big Night Live on the marquee. I think it's really cool to be able to put importance on that. And then even highlighting that, having you guys in here to talk about your importance with it, I think only makes it better, only makes it, you know. Yeah, I think what you guys are doing is really, really special. Cool. And I, I hope it really, really grows. I, I, I could see it just being an, a national thing because these venues have nothing going on in the mornings. You know, might as well use these incredible sound systems and these open floors and this, you know, the whole vibe, the lighting and everything. It could just be an incredible experience for people, you know, just like a show is. But uh, fusing that with with something physical and movement, I think it could be insanely special. Yeah, we'll have to have have you guys back out here to actually host one of the workouts. I think that's more of a way to bring people into where, you know, some people that may be afraid of the party world. They don't typically go to these venues, but to be able to experience that, to experience the music side of things with movement, not to say, hey, you can't have fun and party afterwards, but just to get it out to more people, I think it's super cool. And I think, it, I mean, obviously, like I can talk, you know, like I said, I can be like, hey, you guys got to come. It's incredible. But you could just be like, hey, come. It's going to be awesome. He's, and it's just He'll probably mention that on stage like tonight. <laughs> like it, you yeah. know, as wild as it is, guys, I'm, uh, tomorrow I'll be here in 12 hours working out on this on this floor. Right? Do we, like, how much room do we have? Yeah. That's a, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you want the promotion? Are you, you want it? Uh, I think as of right now, the class is booked up, but I, if, if you are going to talk about it and I'll open up more spots, I'm yeah. sure, I mean, we can be putting people in like the back areas and, and that. So that's cool. I might, I might mention something, whatever you want to do. I mean, yeah. Run it by your manager and we'll see. We'll <laughs> I'll see talk to, good. I'll talk to him. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So I know we're tight on time. One thing I want to ask, well, I have two things. One thing regarding fitness if there was a road workout that was a staple for you to where if someone didn't have access to a Barry's boot camp or to a, you know, an orange theory or a CrossFit gym or wherever you guys go, if it's like hotel gym, do you have a staple workout or even a staple time domain or movements that you guys hit? More or less. We always start with a very active warm up. Um, whatever space we can find, you know, we're going back and forth and doing some, some high knees, stretching it out, um, walking on our tippy toes, like doing like a hamstring, uh, through just dynamic stretching, like a dynamic through, yeah, warm up, I think is really important. Um, I, I think sprinting, like if you have minimal resources, I think if you do 10 sprints or any kind of intervals, like you're going to get lit up and you're going to feel like you accomplished something, you know? Yeah. And it doesn't take good. much time. I, I have the, uh, the assault, uh, treadmill. 
Oh, the air, the, the air runner. Yeah. The, the one that if you go one inch too far up, you're running at 95 miles per yeah, hour. You like, <laughs> yeah. You get used to it. Yeah. You get used to it. But Fall I have that. It. And then I have the assault bike, which I love. Yeah. The death bike. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, we can't bring those on the road with us. Cannot. Um, but yeah, we always try to put together a, like a, like a three workout superset combo thing. You know, it's just some kind of full body, just get things moving, whether it's pull-ups, like holding at the top, slow, slow down into, you know, like a body weight squat thing, depending on what we have, but just continuing like, to get the body moving. Time under tension. And a lot of core. time under tension. Yeah. Yeah. Full balance. Say a lot of core work. You got to make sure that that long torso is yeah. good. He's it's got a strong core. Yeah. It's, it's not easy with a longer torso, the core work. Yeah. It's definitely not easy. People are always like, oh, you have, you have a bunch of abs. It's probably easy for you. It's like, no, it just looks like that because my torso is long. Exactly. It is very difficult. It, yeah, it is. I'm glad I can talk to somebody about this. I thought I was, should I, I, should I leave the room? I yeah. mean, you guys, you guys, if you, if you guys, if you guys, I don't know if you guys will see that, but we, uh, Connor and I had a torso competition. We were blessed with some, some very long torsos. Um, and I, I don't remember who won. Um, but I took him, I took him down pretty easily, but, um, he has a very long torso and there's benefits and there's also some flaws with that. But, uh, yeah, man, I wish you the, the, the best luck with that tall torso, that thing, bro. Team tall torso. Yeah, man. I'm really happy for you guys right now. <laughs> yeah. We said it's a blessing and a curse. It is a blessing and a curse. Yeah. But yeah, you had, you had one more. Um, well, it was, it was kind of going along the, the lines of artists or, the first one was who are artists that inspire you in fitness, but is there another artist that you look at and you're like, I'd love to either one goal to work with them or to, uh, even if they just inspire you and you don't have, you know, the idea to work with them. Is there one artist that you're like really inspired by? I mean, there's a ton. I, more than ever, the longer I do this, the more I have respect for people that put out bodies of work and, and even are capable of, of organizing and being that creative. Um, but yeah, I mean, Bellion would be incredible to write with, work with now, that, you know, especially since we know there's a lot of similarities in mindset there. Yeah. Um, uh, I would love to write with Ed Sheeran. Um, but my number one, I think right now is a, is a producer mainly who has his own artist project on the side. It's this guy named John Ryan, and he's responsible for a lot of the One Direction stuff production wise. Um, but he has a side project called John the Blind and He's just incredible. Like sonically, everything that he does, I'm like all in on every single song. And uh, I think that we could do some incredible work together. You hear that, John? You hear that? Let's make it happen. Yeah, on this worldwide podcast. <laughs> um, John K and John Ryan, let's go. Guys, John, Rob, thank you guys so much for coming on here. I love the fact that we met a couple hours ago. If you guys, um, if you guys ever need anything from Big Night Entertainment Group, Big night fitness, equipment, workouts on the road, any of that stuff, reach out. You guys have been so awesome for coming on here and inspiring a ton of people. Yeah. Let's continue to grow together. Uh, I, I'm excited for everything that's going to happen for you guys. Um, you know, my manager's going to be so proud of me right now. You can follow me at John K music. And, uh, every night I don't say it in the show. I always hear him whisper behind me. He comes up real close and he goes, social media, social media, social media, social media. Uh, but, you know, again, we're at the ground floor of this thing. This is the first time we've been able to tour. We're trying to do it right off the jump, keep the good momentum. And I feel like it's paying off tenfold. Absolutely. The energy has been incredible. Um, the response from them and from the crowds is also just inspiring to stay on it and say, this is working. You are doing the right thing. So, yeah, I'm excited to see you guys grow and we're going to continue to grow and yeah. have the strong mindset and just stay disciplined.
Thanks for having us, Connor. We appreciate it, man. Absolutely. <laughs>